Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Live Your Fire with me, your host, Josh All. Today, I sit down and have a great interview with a guest who is fun and lively, passionate, energetic, enthusiastic, whatever other fun adjectives you can come up with. We're going to be talking about the art and the passion of photography. And also, if you are planning on getting married anytime soon, we will also be giving you an inside scoop on how to avoid all the hassle around changing your name. Uh, so if you're ready, let's get to it. All right, cool. Well, let's get started here because I don't want to take a whole lot of time prepping and leading into this interview because my guest, um, you can't really top the energy that she brings. And um, I think she I think she was a little bit nervous at the beginning, uh, but as we started getting warmed up, it was just like we were having a conversation anywhere else, anytime else. So it was great. Um, this girl that I'm talking to today is just a phenomenal photographer. I mean, I've seen her work and it's just incredible it really is i mean there's a lot of great photographers out there and it is truly an art like it is not an easy thing when you see very very well done professional photography man you have to appreciate it because all of the just all of the work and knowledge and understanding that goes into creating that perfect looking photo it's it's really it's just really something and i'll tell you what uh, my guest today she does it with the best of them. She really does. And not only is she great at what she does as far as the craft of photography, but her personality makes, and, and we talk about this and you're going to love it. So we talk about how her personality and her approach to like a photo shoot. So, you know, a family comes in with a photo, you know, wants to do a photo shoot and you've got mom, dad, and the kids and, you know, mom's stressed out trying to get all the kids you know, happy and doing whatever. And dad's just in a cranky mood the whole time every way. Cause he didn't want to do this in the first place. And, um, well, I won't spoil any endings of these stories, but she is just amazing what she's able to do. So with all that being said, let's move into the interview. And I know that she would really appreciate me doing this. Cause before we did our interview, we were playing around with the sound pads and she just really liked this one. And, uh, that's what I'm going to do to introduce her. So everybody here is Mackenzie Miller. This is going to be a really fun and interesting one. I don't think we've done one like this before. I'm I've got a whole lot of energy in the room with me. Absolutely. And I also have Mackenzie here. So, what up? <laughs> this is a big night um, for me because it's the first night my wife has come to the studio. Ow, ow. She's actually running the cameras right now. So, if there's any weird like delays in the switching and the camera and all this stuff, because she's probably not listening or paying attention. Um, <laughs> And I kind of just taught her how to do this, uh, what, two minutes ago? Uh, about, yeah, yeah, minute and a half, two minutes. Luckily, she only has to hit one button, so. And she's worried that she's going to ruin everything. It's the whole paying attention piece, <laughs> right. I think, that, that worries her. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, and your husband's here. Yes, he sure is. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it, having him look at me during this, but you know what? I don't know, he's smirking do over there. And, I yeah, don't I like he's... how those two are hanging out over there. <laughs> There's a lot of trouble in that corner. Yeah, we don't usually have a live audience, but this will be, <laughs> be interesting. So I'm sitting here with Mackenzie Miller, or, well, I guess now you go by Mackenzie Miller, right? right yeah, right. okay. Mm-hmm. I swear that's the only joke I had planned before this. I didn't. <laughs> You're the worst. I didn't plan anything But else. it's, it's yeah, not something I haven't heard before. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. But maybe that's the right. listeners haven't, right? Right. So, so, so I was Mackenzie Miller, 
growing up, obviously. And then I met the love of my life, Kenny Miller. And I, I told him that he should just take my last name. Or we could well, he did, didn't he? Well, or we could have hyphenated Kenny and Mackenzie Miller Miller. <sighs> that would have been that the dream. That would have been so cool. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the dream. <laughs> the Miller Millers. Right, right. <laughs> have it on the sign everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And you guys have been married how long now? Coming up on two years. That's right. Two New years, years on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. All right. It's a party. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one that we sadly, we missed. I don't It's okay. We're not even going to talk about it or I'll get emotional. It's okay. Don't forget to switch those cameras over there, sweetheart. No, I'm just... <laughs> 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 oh, She's geez. on edge. All right. So what do you want to talk about? Because like my, I told you on the way in here, my yeah. wife was saying, so what are you going to ask her? Do you have questions planned and all this mm-hmm. stuff? Outline, agenda? I said, no, we're just going to talk. We're just going to talk. Because you're pretty cool. And yeah. Uh, usually you. whenever we talk, it's... A good time. I, I, I end up listening to you because... Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Interesting. That, That's I why I wanted that. you to talk on here because... I told you I that to I... You're not going to get a lot in because I'm a talker. My mom says that I could make friends with a wooden chair. So, I mean, it's a good thing I'm on a podcast then, right? Yes. Instead of a TV show where I have to take turns. Yeah, this is all you. <laughs> all right. There's where actually, do I start? There's, one, there's one camera that's, yes, it's just on you. No, I got so. two cameras on me. Well, this is true, but one is just you. Accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. All right, where do we want to start? Well, let's talk about the cameras because one of them was supposed to be yours, but now it's not. <laughs> let's not talk about that either. You. Just kidding. Talk about photography. Sure. Um, well, most people think that it's, um, you just go out and click a button, but there's a lot more, a lot more to it. You know, um, the way that I got into it was honestly, ever since I was little and I watched the parent trap. Okay. So do you the remember Lindsay Lohan parent mm-hmm. trap? So okay. do you remember her? She was, um, at the house, I think out in California maybe. Mm-hmm. And she had a big black camera, like a big girl camera. And she was spying on her dad. And his new girlfriend. Oh, yeah. And from that moment, I said, one day I'm going to have a camera like that. <laughs> and I've, I told people that all the time. I always had a disposable camera and a digital camera. And then my sophomore year in college, um, Kenny surprised me. And he got me my first big girl camera. And looking Good back. Job, Kenny. I know. So, I mean, he's the reason that we're here today. <laughs> um, but I always say that, like, without that, I would be nowhere because... I mean, he got it kind of started and I, I just used it for fun and just do whatever. And then when his sister, um, was graduating, so it had been, I think 2016 that summer, cause she was graduating in 2017, she needed to do senior pictures. And she was like, will you just do them for me? I don't want to like pay anybody else to them. I'm like, I mean, I'm pretty garbage at it, but like, <laughs> I'll do it. Like, let's have fun. So, um, a year goes by, we go to her graduation party that summer, or I guess that following summer and, someone, uh, one of her like friends from high school was like, oh my gosh, who did your pictures? They're awesome. Like, I love them. She's like, uh, my brother's girlfriend. And her mom reached out to my now mother-in-law and they asked me to take her senior pictures. And so that's where I got my ever first paying client. And then because of that, I kind of just started, yeah, just asking friends and family, whoever I could to take pictures with me. And it kind of just exploded out of nowhere. That's pretty cool. So it's, and what was that feeling like the first time you got paid to actually do something you really, really wanted oh, to do? Yeah, it was wild. And I feel like that's like what people say, oh, that's the dream, you know, like <laughs> we're doing something that is fun to you and you're getting paid to do it. And mm-hmm. at that time, I think I charged them like a hundred bucks, which to me at that time, I was like, 
Holy I just make a hundred bucks taking pictures. Like, like, this is amazing. <laughs> and even at that time I was editing on my phone. Oh really? I would take my camera and it had a Wi-Fi capability that I could um, like switch over to my phone and I would edit every single photo on my phone on a piece of crap editing system. Like I don't even know what it was called. And just like an app. And yeah. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. And I thought I was like, this is amazing. Like I'm so creative. <laughs> and then when, um, then I upgraded my camera, got Lightroom, got all like what the big wigs use, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was garbage at that too. And then when I finally found my, my groove and like I said, it took off, but yeah, that first time I was like, holy crap, I just made a hundred bucks doing nothing of like that con- was considered work, you know? Well, I mean, for somebody who maybe hates editing pictures, sure. or doesn't like taking pictures, sure. it would have been work. Oh yeah. Or, I guess what people think of as work, right? Air quotes if you're listening and not watching. Air <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of the same thing as like with all this podcast yeah. stuff. I mean, we we were always in this this room, which is now I do call it a studio now because it is. Boom. But Look at these walls. it was just these. It was people can't see, but we had cinder block walls <laughs> mm-hmm. in the background, and it was. Mm-hmm. actually we didn't even do video for the first couple mm-hmm. podcasts we did we just threw up an iphone eventually and said well, let's record it let's just yeah. see what it looks like yeah. with video and it's like oh that's pretty cool it looked horrible i look oh, back sure. on it now i'm like Ugh. <laughs> yeah and that wasn't that long ago right to, yeah like six seven months right yeah i mean when we started i've, I've never edited audio before mm-hmm. never done it yeah. but it's kind of like you you didn't know how to edit those well, pictures and, but and that's the thing i don't think people realize like because i've had a full-time job besides this for the last two and a half, three years. And like, it's a full-time job on top of what you already have. Like a lot of like the back end and things like that, but also like the education that I've gone through. And I know people are like probably roll their eyes thinking about like an education for photography, because I mean, most people don't go to school for photography, you know? Um, but I've watched hours and hours and hours and hours of um, like very successful photographers like who have um like education courses um webinars all these things and I was just getting as much information as I could and I mean within I'd say a year ago now um I think my photography level has increased exponentially like just within a year because I put in the work you know put in the time Mm -hmm. taken tens and twenty of thousands of photos since then you know yeah it, you're right. People don't understand no. editing. No. And you they know? don't understand, like, even the setup that we have here, like, it's not just, okay, let's put up a light. Let's take a picture. Let's take a video. It's like, it's a science and people don't understand that. Yeah. 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 And editing programs, I mean, seriously, whether you're editing photos, sure. video, audio, whatever it is, it's, mm-hmm. it's so time intensive yeah. because, you know, okay, it might be maybe a 10 minute video. It could take eight hours to finalize right. mm-hmm. because you're going through frame by frame or photo you know, by every, photo. every couple mm-hmm. seconds. Yeah, every couple seconds. It's like, oh, stop, go back. And then that one little edit takes you an hour to do right. to get just right. And mm-hmm. it's like, and then also if you're a perfectionist, that which, just doubles it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were at dinner earlier, um, me and Josh and my husband and his wife. And I feel like most of the time, like me and Steph, like we get each other. We're girls. Okay, Josh and Kenny get each other with their guys. But 99% of the time, me and Josh, we just get it. We get each other. <laughs> yep, yep. We're on the same wavelength. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, so whenever I asked you to do a podcast, mm-hmm. 
were you excited? Were you a little bit nervous? You don't seem like the type of person who would be nervous, or at least not to the point where you just wouldn't do something. No, this is kind of like, this is my dream right here, getting to talk. Under the lights, you're on camera. Oh, this is amazing. So no, it doesn't bother me like that. I was just surprised because I'm like, why does someone want to learn about what I do? Especially because it's not my, I'm not full-time photographer. So people, we, we get imposter syndrome a lot as photographers because every girl who's like 17 to 30 thinks they're a photographer. Um, and that's probably been the hardest thing is trying to get over the fear of like just being an imposter because there are a lot of success, successful photographers around us. Um, and so when you asked, I was like, holy crap, like why does he want to know? Or like who would want to know? About this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, well, and, and the, this, so this whole show that I'm trying to do here is about doing what you really love to do. Mm-hmm. And, and you're know, doing it for a reason. Sure. So, and I feel like this, too many people get stuck in that trap of, well, you know, I really, really enjoy X, mm-hmm. but eh, I can never do that mm-hmm. or I'm not going to pursue it. Right. I'm just going to stick with Y or whatever mm-hmm. the other thing is. And then, then there you go. Why? Why not? Mm-hmm. why not do it or try it right. or figure out a way if you really love it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, there, there's a way. Yeah. And you can, you have to find the people who are willing to invest in you. Yes. I'm glad you said that. That's, that's huge because I mean, I have people who have been um, their third, fourth year returning clients of mine who they started out not paying a dime. And then now they're paying a couple hundred bucks for a session. And the people that have stuck with me, even when I raise my prices, when I change what they get with a photo session, um, those people are what, like why I keep doing it, you know? And there are people now I've gotten to the point where they don't want to pay what I'm like, what I'm asking, you know, Mm -hmm. or, um, yeah, they, they don't want to invest in that because photos aren't as important to them. And I'm like, that's fine. But like, you're not my ideal client. Right. And so I have, I am constantly finding who is going to invest in me and be, yeah. And just, yeah, invest in me. It's, that's exactly what I started off doing Mm -hmm. too. It was, okay, let's just, let's just start doing podcasts. And I kind of knew who I wanted to work with in the beginning. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I had never done it before. So I, can I really go out and ask somebody to pay me to do this for them when I don't even know if I really can, Mm -hmm. never done it. Um, But then you're right. You just find the people that believe in you and it's like, I'm just going to do this for you. And if it leads down the road where you start paying me to do it, great. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll see how it goes. And then, you know, right. everything just works out because you, you create those relationships mm-hmm. and then there's that trust and mm-hmm. you know, people well, appreciate yeah. the work you do for them ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So when it's about how you make them feel too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, I, it, this is actually on um, my <laughs> website. That was loud. Um, on my website, kind of have like why I do what I do. And like my main goal is to, it was kind of this, I used to be a teacher. I don't know if anybody cares to know what I used to do. Um, but I kind of have the same philosophy as I did when I was teaching. And, um, my whole goal is to like be a lights people and to make every single person that I come into contact with feel like a somebody. So make everybody feel like somebody. And, um, I think that's gotten me like farther than I thought possible because, um, I was just talking about this with Kenny on the way here, but, Um, like when people come to my session, most of the time, 99% of the time, usually like the husband, the dad, whatever, they're grumpy. Mm -hmm. They don't want to be there. They don't want to take the pictures. And I'm like, I promise you by the end of this, you're going to have fun. And they're like, yeah, okay, whatever. 
I'm not joking. Nine out of 10 times, I get a text message from the mom on the way, like when we part ways. They're like, uh, my husband just said that that was the most fun he's ever had, like taking photos. <laughs> I'm like, see? And it's, I think it's important about like, I don't know, just people remember how they make you, like how somebody makes you feel, you know? Well, and that's, yeah. that's huge. And if you, if they have a crappy time, it's probably because you didn't do a very good job of like interacting, making them, <laughs> like making them have fun. And um, that's something that's, that's been really important to me is, and I guess in the photography world, if you, if you take a photo and you have like the most fancy clothes on the, your hair, your, your makeup, Josh is perfect. Um, I, I have a whole team here, a whole I crew. I thought so. That, that, yeah. Got yeah. you all ready, right? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but it doesn't matter if you look the best you do or you can. Um, what you're going to remember is how you felt when you were taking those photos. So no matter if you looked amazing or not, if you didn't have a good time, you're not going to like your photos. It, it yeah. is, it's okay. something that I have learned. And if you like, cause like, I'll give you an example. So if I'm trying to make someone smile genuinely, I'm going to be like, okay, I'm going to have you guys put your little faces together. You're going to snuggle up nice and close, but keep looking at me. And I'm going to say, okay, you're going to close your eyes. And then they, and the couple closes their eyes. I go, okay, think about the first time that she farted in front of you. And typically <laughs> they bust out laughing. And that's typically how I start sessions too. It gets them loose. It makes them laugh. And I always have just like different prompts and um, games that we play. And then they go back to the pictures when I deliver them. And they're like, oh my gosh, do you remember what you said here? I remember exactly what you said. And they love their photos because of that, you know? Yeah. But well, yeah. You, you, you go right into what's the, the quote. Um, it's kind of like a saying, I guess it's whenever you're in your, your casket, mm -hmm. uh, people at your funeral, they're, you know, they, they're not going to remember how much money you had or whatever the, the things mm -hmm. that you did. They remember the way you made them feel. Right. right. So, and I think I, that's why people, regardless of what profession you're in, whatever you're doing, that's going to make people come back. Because they want to have that feeling again. Because not everybody gives you that feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I love that, you know, it's not just something that you do and you don't even realize you're doing mm -hmm. it. Like, you know that you do it, but you're purposeful yeah. and intentional. And, sure. and you're like, well, I'm going in here and I'm intending yeah. to do this. Mm -hmm. Right. And yeah. Yeah. Intentional living is a big thing that mm -hmm. I feel like more people need to try to wrap their heads around and think about because you don't get to live for very long in the mm -hmm. grand scheme of things. And I mean, yeah, sure. You know, we're young, but mm -hmm. we might be old, right? You know, you, you don't know. You what, don't know. So mm -hmm. just whatever you're doing or saying or thinking or whatever, just have a reason for it. Right. Absolutely. I think that's really big. Yeah, absolutely. Look at us. We just, Oh, let's see. We got a husband over there, a wife over there getting all kinds of knowledge dropped on them. Boom. Mm hmm <laughs> You're going to remember that. Was yeah. that was that four eye rolls? <laughs> I know I definitely saw two. <laughs> yeah. From my from my It's fine. It's fine. We're living it up over here. <laughs> so, you wanted to do photography because of the parent trap? Yeah. Of course. Well, not just because of that, but <laughs> that was a starter of wanting a camera. But I always photos to me are such a big deal. Our friend group gets so annoyed at me. This is hilarious. Okay. So I'm always the person who, like, if we're all hanging out, doing whatever, being crazy, being funny, um, I'm the person who is recording everything, who's, um, like, taking photos of everything. And people are, sometimes they're like, get that out of my face. Like, why are you taking a picture right now? Why are you videoing this? And we have, um, like, certain, like, 
videos from three years ago that every year or every time we're together, we look at them because that was one of the best moments of our life or they were the funniest moment of our life. And photos and things like that have always been so precious to me because like to me, you can freeze a moment and have it untarnished for the rest of your life, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's always been important to me. I save every single note that Kenny's ever given me every picture. Yeah. It's just, I think memories are so, so special to me because I'm a sap. And I think that's why getting into photography like was important to me or special to me, you know? Yeah. And well, and I think that's also why it's probably even easier for you to Mm -hmm. make a grumpy husband feel Mm -hmm. comfortable and actually Mm -hmm. have a good time during a photo session Mm -hmm. session because you love what you're doing. So it's a passion for you. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, if it's just one of those things, you know, and my, (laughs) this is something that Steph will get a kick out of this. She loves, my dad says some of the funniest things. And Mm -hmm. anytime we go to a restaurant, this has been my whole life growing Mm -hmm. up. So we'd go to a restaurant and if we got a waitress who was not polite or just kind Mm -hmm. of in a bad mood or grumpy or Mm -hmm. rude or whatever, my, as, as soon as she would walk away, my dad would always sit there and say, uh, oh, wow, exactly what did he say? Uh, oh, well, she applied for this job, didn't she? Oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, you know what I mean? Right. And, and if you don't like what you're doing, then why are you doing mm-hmm. it? And I think that was one of the biggest starters for me this year on my path was um, I was listening to a guy and his he had a podcast and on every episode, he would say, if money weren't an object or anything like that, what would you be doing? And mm-hmm. if it's not what you're doing, why, why aren't you why doing aren't you it? Doing it? Mm-hmm. You know, and, right. and, and seriously think about why. Mm-hmm. And then is there a way to do it or is there a way to get close mm-hmm. to doing it? Or Right. And Kenny and I were just talking about this the other day. Like <laughs> I asked him, I'm like, do you think about me when you're at work? And because I think about him all the time. And he goes, Oh, that's so sweet. I know. (laughs) And I go, Steph's like, I remember when I thought about Josh at work. (laughs) Oh, she's a frontline worker. She doesn't have time to think about you. And for that, I I totally understand. (laughs) But I'm thinking about you, though. Oh. Putting your life on the line. (laughs) No, but um, I was like, Do you think about me when you're at work? And he's like, I mean, kind (laughs) of. And I was like, Oh, okay. And he's like, Well, this is what I think about. And he, this was literally, what, last Tuesday? We were on our way up to go get a new washer and dryer. Praise Jesus. Anyways, um, he was like, well, I think about like, okay, in the next couple months, this is what I want to do for us. In the next couple months, I want us to be able to have this. We need to work towards this. And he's like, I mean, I think about you, but how our life can be better, like what we can work towards. And I think he has rubbed off on me a lot because now I have dreams and goals for like my photography business that I never had before. And He's the one that's instilling these in me and helping me push towards those goals. Because right now I'm working at um, a bank and I don't want to be a bank teller for the rest of my life. I mean, I'm pretty freaking good at it. I've only been there like nine <laughs> months and I might be, I mean, I might be one of the fastest tellers, like, because I want to be the best at what I do. But do I want to be a bank teller for 10 years? Absolutely not. And he's the first person that's like, hey, what can we do to make so a year from now, like you're not there anymore and you can be into photography full-time, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, and he's like, so I do think about you, but not just about you. I'm like, Hey, I'll take it. That's fine. <laughs> That's what I want out so of a husband he, yeah, too. He's so. thinking goals right. and next steps. Mm-hmm. And very nice. Very nice. Kenny. Hubby of the year. <laughs> Hubby of the century. <laughs> you guys are hilarious. Well, <laughs> it's all right. 10 years. We'll do that to you. Yeah. Yeah. 
So what are your steps to be full-time? I mean, you know, mm-hmm. so you want to, you want to do this full-time eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what's the, I guess, what's your next, uh, milestone? Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, just booking enough, which this year I was for being in a pandemic. I was the busiest I've ever been in my life. Ask my husband. I, I never came home. I mean, it was eight thirty, nine o'clock in the summers. And I mean, now, was that from the, the bank or from, well, I would literally go straight from the bank. Some days I would have to leave early, um, just to get in one, two sessions like after work, Okay, you know? Um, I mean when, so pretty much up until June, um, of this year, nobody was really doing photos, which understandably, right. Um, June, I had my first wedding again. Um, and then after that people were like, Oh, okay, we're outside. Um, we can do this, whatever. And from June until about a week and a half ago, I think I had maybe three like weekend days that I didn't have a shoot. And if like wow. every Sunday I have two, three, four shoots, um, because I'm packing them in as much as I can, because I want to get to where I want to be, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm taking an online course right now through, um, like with a photographer that I know. And basically, I mean, I'm sure people know how to do this, but like, what do you want to make in a year from your business? Um, how much is that a month and how much do you need or how many sessions for me do I need to do to get that? And so that's kind of what I'm working towards and trying to figure out and, um, yeah, just trying to figure out that businessy side because right now it's been kind of fun games, Yeah. but this year I have my LLC for the first time. So now I have to pay taxes. Good for and you that though. that sucks. It does suck, but <laughs> hey, you know, you're playing by the rules right. and you know, you whatever. You have to, if I want to be legit. So kind of figuring out like what that looks like too. I've been encouraging a lot of people to get LLCs, people that I like to work with mm-hmm. and stuff. I'm like, Hey, I want to give you work, but get your LLC. Right. I think everybody should just right. get an LLC. Mm-hmm. Why not? I mean, well, it, he was also like, um, if like, say you drop your camera on like a person and they want to sue you, like make sure so they take like your cameras, not our house, you know? Right. And so right. that's really helped us out too. <laughs> yeah. It's just a little bit of protection right. in there. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the business side of stuff though, especially when mm-hmm. you're doing things on your own, you know, you yeah. are a one woman show and right. all this. So it's not like you've got, you know, 10 assistants right. or a, a studio manager or anything mm-hmm. like, I don't know what these positions are making <laughs> right. them up, but right. you don't have any of that. No. So, uh, and that's been wild to, yeah. but it's also been wild to see the success that I've gotten to have. And it's because of me. Like, it's not because I work for a good company. It's not because, I mean, yeah, I worked a lot of hours, but like, it was all me. Mm-hmm. And I got, like, I got my bank account this year and I've saved up and I've done a good job at that. And it's like, holy crap, like I did that. And that was with <laughs> no one else's help, you know? And it's been really exciting to, to navigate that too. And to see that. That is a very rewarding. That's a very tangible. Yeah. Success. Um, indicator. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, like it's, just something to see. It's a little confirmation. Like, okay, sure. I've been working, I've been yeah. working. Then you look over, you see that number and you're like, okay. And even though it's, it's like, been working, I mean, I'm not up there in the hall of fame of photographers, but I mean, I want to be, you know, and that's actually one of my like philosophies too. Like I might not be in the hall of fame of photography, but I'm going to treat you like you are or treat you like I am, mm-hmm. you know? And that's kind of been Act like you've been there yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Act like, sure. act like you made a shot before. That's what our coaches always told us. Like <laughs> instead of celebrating and like fist bumping, like act like you've been here before, you know? It's funny. I, and Steph always, she's rolls her eyes. I, I relate everything to sports right. metaphors. Cause right. I just, I love sports. Yeah. I, you know, I, are you rolling your eyes? Are you, by the way, 
How has the camera operating been going? Are you are you keeping up with it? All right. <laughs> she. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's doing okay. Oh yeah, I think she's doing. I okay. trust it. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, maybe. Oh, sports metaphors though. Yes. Yeah, act like you've been there before. Um, mm-hmm. And then, like you know, in football, they always told us, you know, just picture yourself making plays yeah. before a game or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and so that's, I mean, you can apply that in anything in life. And you just picture yourself doing something mm-hmm. and succeeding at it, and then it's a lot more likely right. to happen. Or especially if you're faced with a situation, you're like, wait sure. a second, I thought about this. Mm-hmm. So this is what I would do in this situation. Mm-hmm. Well, I kind of thought that was like a bunch of baloney at first. Well, and when you're then, a kid, you think all right, that all that right. coach and parents speak. You're like, well, what then, do you guys know? So I played basketball um, at Ashland. I was there for four years, won a national championship. Awesome. But the one time, it was my, I think, junior year of college. And um, we weren't having like that great of a couple weeks, whatever. And we just weren't playing well. And during practice one day, so like, okay, when you're when you're 12 doing this, Okay, whatever. But when you're 21, 22 doing this, you feel kind of dumb. But our coaches were like, okay, guys, everyone to the, like, the center court. And we all laid, in, like, laid on our backs. Um, and we were all supposed to close our eyes. We were not allowed to open them. And she was like, all right, just close your eyes. We're going to visualize our game against whatever, whoever we were playing. And she had a whole list. And she was like, Mackenzie, you're going to be going down the hill. Or down the hill. Oh, my gosh. Have I played basketball before? Going down the court. And you're going to um, do a like inside out crossover pull up jumper. Everyone goes crazy. And then she stops for a little bit. And then she's like, Lena, you're big in the post. We're going to throw it down to you. You're going to shot fake, do whatever. And you're just going to dunk the thing. And like she literally went through every single one of us and what we're good at. And what do you know? The next game, we had a pretty good game because like even though it's hokey a little bit, like you visualized it, you did it, you know? Yeah. Well, and you know, Careful going to the hokey thing too quick. I know, but right. mental, my sure. goodness. I Your mean, mental game is way more important than a lot of other things yeah. that come into play. Right. Yeah, I do I do a podcast with Percy Gardner who um, lives here in Dover and he pitched for the Cleveland Indians. Oh wow. After, you know, years of yeah. working through the minors and you know, and, and getting better and all this all this stuff and you know, big thing for him was overcoming the mental because his physical. Right. I mean, it was it's he's most, a monster. Gonna, he yeah. can throw the ball absolutely so hard, so fast. He was he was excellent, but it was just that mental of am I actually good enough to do? Well, this? just getting over that barrier. Yeah, like if you miss five shots in a row, like it, that mental battle to be like, oh my gosh, can I make a shot ever again <laughs> in my life? My senior year, we were playing up at Lake Erie, and I went one for eleven. I made my eleventh three pointer, and. Like the next game, my coach was like, hey, like you're going to make them. Mm-hmm. You got all the misses out. And it's just, it's up to us to just get past that. It get is. past that row bump, you know? Yep. Yep. I mean, sticking with some sports metaphors. Sure. I mean, you see, you see excellent golfers, you know, just have terrible outings. Mm-hmm. I make the cut sometimes or, you know, LeBron James will go and, and he'll hit a couple shots in a game. And it's like, mm-hmm. what did you, you scored six points tonight? <laughs> right? You know, but it happens. Mm-hmm. It just, it does. And it happens in everything in life. Yeah. And, it's whether or not you're, you know, you got to be able to say, no, no, that was just an off. Sure. I'm just off my game. Yeah. I'm going to get back on. Mm-hmm. You know, life is, what is this, 90% or 10% what happens to you, 90% how you handle mm-hmm. it. So, absolutely. You think of it that way, things that happen to you, not really that big a deal. It's all about you, mm-hmm. how you respond. Most of those things are just a blip on the radar. Right. At the time, it might seem like the biggest thing in the world, but really, it's not. You know? Yeah. 
So we came here to talk about photography. We talked a lot oh, yeah. about life. <laughs> hey, that's all right. Wisdom. Love it. Maybe we'll just start a show together. <laughs> I'm down. I'll quit the bank tomorrow. <laughs> I'll be in charge of the photos. There you go. Deal. So if you, so if there's anybody listening or watching that would you know be wanting to pursue mm-hmm. their own career in photography or any sort of creative endeavor where they're like mm-hmm. you know I really want to I have a passion for this and I want to make it my profession. Mm-hmm. Okay, what what kind of advice would you? Um, I would say do research. Like that's good to know. Um, just learning the ins and outs of like the basics of what you want to do. Um, but something that I didn't have really the opportunity. Um, I think photographers, there's a lot of competition, especially around here. And I don't know why. Um, like when I was first starting out, I didn't know where to go take photos. Like I was searching people's Instagrams, trying to find out where they were. And I would reach out to photographers around here and be like, Hey, where was this awesome spot? Like, that's amazing. And obviously I am not the same photographer as this person. So we're going to get totally different pictures. They would either ghost me or say, find your own place to go shoot. Mm. And I think like, that's where the community of people, like, why are we like trying to fight each other? Like there's enough people that need photos like to go around. Like, it's fine. It's not that big of a deal. But I think if you can find someone who is willing to just take you under their wing, like shadow them for a couple of days, shadow them for a shoot, shadow them for a wedding, like find somebody that you can shadow that's at least decently good at what you do. Um, and just be willing to ask questions. Don't be afraid to look dumb because there's no dumb questions, even though some people think there are. There's not. No, there isn't. I mean, I don't know. My wife might disagree. Sometimes. Kenny's shaking his head. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, and when you said research, that reminded me of something from earlier. Um, the podcast I did before, the last one before this, mm-hmm. um, I had a, a business owner and she's been uh, running her own business for years and years, like 30 plus years. And uh, she brought in some cardboard cutouts mm-hmm. of different women. And she said, these are just examples of the different people, the different hats that you have to wear as a business owner mm-hmm. when you run your own show. And it was like... Uh, that she was, she was a, owns a hair salon. Okay. So the hairdresser was the very, very last one. The first one was like the bookkeeper. Mm-hmm. And then the second one was a referee. So like trying to conflict resolve mm-hmm. between people and customers and all that fun stuff. Absolutely. Uh, and then there was the maid because you got to clean up everything, clean everything up. And it's like, you don't realize she said, cause the, the position, everyone thinks, oh, you're the hairdresser. Right. Yeah. You don't see all that other. Oh, I mean, as a wedding photographer. I thought I'd be like, oh, wow, this is so fun. Like, just going to go hang out, take photos. I literally have become a wedding planner and, like, Uh. the wedding assistant. Like, I've changed um, the flower girl's pamper for undies before they walk down the aisle. I reapply lipstick. I have, have, like, an emergency kit. I have chargers. I have scissors. I've saved the day, like, 12 times in one day. Like, that's, like, the max that I've done. But, yeah, you you have a lot of hats that you did not think you were going to have when you started it out. Yeah. It's just, it's all part of it though. Right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. worth it. Definitely worth it. And mm-hmm. definitely find, find people that are, like you said, that yeah. are going to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, and goes back to the intentional thing. Be intentional mm-hmm. about the people that you, mm-hmm. you know, that you work with and the, right. the people that you align yourself with and surround mm-hmm. yourself with. Cause yeah. the wrong people, it will, I'm not saying that they're going to stop you from doing what you mm-hmm. are meant to do or want to do, but they're going to make it difficult for right. sure. Well, I even have. Like I, I'm fairly organized in some aspects of my life. And then there's some that I'm not, but, um, recently I've just been overwhelmed with like trying to get all my galleries out and get it to people before Christmas. And I was telling my friend Janelle about it and she's like, okay, why don't you make 
like a note on your phone and all the people that you need and the order you need to get it in and the day you need to get it to them by. And then you add me to it. And then whenever you are done with that gallery, you tell me, I mark it off and I'll keep you accountable. And I was like, why haven't I done that Accountability before? partners. Yeah. And yes. I was like, Janelle, yes. you're a genius. And so she's been doing that. And sometimes she'll be like, hey, how you doing on this one? I'm like, crap. Yeah, you're right. I need to get on that and like get that gallery out, you know? And so I might not be good at that, but I'm going to find someone who knows how to do that, you know? And I think it's being willing to know that you struggle in certain areas is important too. Yep. That's something I've been talking with a lot of people about is, you know, I feel like older generations and it kind of seems to be that like tough mentality of, you know, wherever you're weak, you need to focus on that and get better. Mm -hmm. And it's, for me, I think more of like wherever you're weak, find somebody else to yeah. do whatever you're weak yeah. at. And you just keep going with what you're strong Absolutely. at and get better mm-hmm. because that's where you're going to do the most impact. Right. You're going to have the most impact that way. So, and there's nothing wrong with that because no, wherever some, wherever not. you're weak, somebody else's, that's their strength. Right. And they're going to love to do it. I mean, look at any company yep. ever. Like the top why dog do, is do not have an, the smartest. They have an accounting department. Right. They probably hate accounting. Right. Those people working in accounting love it. They love <laughs> yeah. numbers. Yep. And crunch, they, they, that's what they do. Absolutely. You know? Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Because I worked for a company that, you know, we had all those different departments and everything. And it was mm-hmm. like the people in those departments. I was in my department because it's where I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. You know, it's what I was good right. at. I could never do what the other people were doing. And I don't have to. Right. And and vice versa. They were so good at it. Right. And this is kind of going back to a sports analogy. Um, Like being on a basketball team, I mean, you had your starting five, you had your sixth and seventh man, and then sometimes you had the scrubs. And like my freshman year, I didn't get a lick of playing time. And we won a national championship (laughs) that year. But you know who practiced against the starting five every day? Me. Yep. And we probably wouldn't have done that if it weren't for me. And I know that if I'm the starting shooting guard, I'm going to be the best darn shooting guard that you're going to see, or at least I'm going to try to. Mm-hmm. And if I'm the bench player, I'm going to be the proudest mom on that bench and be like, that's my girl. And like <laughs> the first one off the bench for, you know what I mean? And yep. I just feel like you got to find what you're good at and be the best that you can be. Yep. You know? Yep. And you know, like as a coach too, like you're not going to put your point guard at center. Right. That's just not, no, what, it's not smart. It's not going to work No, because they're not good at that. They're a point <laughs> right. guard. Right. Let them be a point guard. Yep. So, okay. That makes I love yeah. doing sports analogies. Steph, did you get that? Like the point guard, the center? The She's going, I don't know what they're talking about. She said I wasn't listening. Oh, no. We're still recording, right? Okay. Whew. Are you sure? Check one, two, three. Uh, Good. Tell you what, if you guys are going to YouTube or, or Facebook and there's no video, it's just an audio with a black screen, that's because my wife. It's okay, though. <laughs> <laughs> I got her all nervous. She's like, I think it's recording. Is the REC <laughs> blinking? No, I'm just checking. Uh, well, this was a lot of fun. Mackenzie. It was a lot of fun. We're and it to... was definitely a long time coming. We had to reschedule like 14 times, but that's okay. When did I first We're... ask you about doing this? It was like over know, like... the summer. Yeah. But you know what? <laughs> it w- it made it all worth it. It was yeah. worth the wait. Yeah. A lot of stuff going on between then and now. Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, this whole weird thing in the world too doesn't help. Called a pandemic. So, yeah. Whatever. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Oh, I love it. Uh, all right. Well. So if you're listening, uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Love it. If it's on Apple, I would love to get a five-star review. I don't think I have one yet for this podcast. I'll be the first one. So that means, well, I was going to say, you got to try to beat Mackenzie to it. Yeah, beat me to it. I'm sure she's going to beat everybody to it. So (laughs) please fall in line. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, hold everybody accountable too. Tell them. Am I allowed to shout out my Instagram? Please do. I, You know, oh man, I am the worst host. This is my last podcast. That's okay. I'm supposed to... 
Tell everybody what your business is. Tell That's everybody how to get a hold of you. You can do that in the you. intro. That's when you go, err. Just kidding. We got I wasn't going to err on this one. But I, I think I like the err er is funny. It's great. <laughs> it's quirky and I love it. Tell everybody where to find you. Okay. So it's Mackenzie Larie Photography. That's where you can find me on Instagram. It's M-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E and then Larie, L-U-R-E-E, photography. Yeah. That's where you can find me. Hit me up. <laughs> You yeah, so and you can get my Venmo. Just kidding. I'm not gonna get you. You don't need my Venmo. <laughs> yeah, so if you wanna if you wanna do photography with a fun time, yes, it, hit me up. Yes, Mackenzie Lurie Photography. Yeah, that's it, baby. You will have a blast. You, I promise you will. If <laughs> yep. you don't believe me, book me in and see. You kind of ruin photo shoots for like everybody else, right? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> They'll go to another photo shoot in like 10 years and be like, dang it. Didn't this used to be fun? Yeah. And then they're going to go, oh, now I know why. Yeah. Because they weren't with me. <laughs> By the way, you guys still need to get pictures. Sorry. Sidetracked. That's all right. One day. Maybe you need some headshots. I, you know what? I kind of do. All I mean, right. It's a little more like maybe with the headphones on. Love it. You doing your little working? Yeah. Love it. Yeah. A little side smile. Staring <laughs> off to the side a little. Side smile. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming, doing Thank the podcast. You. I thanks for it. everybody listening, watching. Thanks for Steph for running the cameras. Woo-hoo! I didn't have to produce my own show. Love oh. it. Well, if you didn't have fun listening to Mackenzie, I, I don't know what else I can do for you. Um, she is just an absolute delight to talk to and to be around. Um, I really appreciate her coming in and sharing her passion for photography and all of her experiences. And, you know, I really do plan on having her come back again for maybe not just one episode, but maybe many. She's she's excellent um, on the microphone and definitely got to have uh, her husband, Kenny, come in. You got to meet him. And one of these days, I will get my wife, Stephanie, on this show or a show. Um, well, you know, at least I got her in the studio. That was a big thing. So, um, like I said, at the end of that interview, I did a very poor job as a podcast host, Um with Mackenzie and, and, you know, giving her that opportunity to really plug her business. So Mackenzie Lurie Photography, that's Mackenzie and then Lurie, L-U-R-E-E Photography. I'm going to put the logo like right in here on the screen and it's a sweet logo because I designed it. And um, you guys really need to reach out to her. If you're thinking about getting any sort of photography done, uh, photo shoots that you want to do in the future, find her on Instagram, Facebook, Mackenzie Lurie Photography. She's phenomenal. She's great. You will have a blast. And I had a blast talking to her. And um, I really appreciate everybody tuning into this episode. Uh, check, you know, check back soon. There'll be more. And um, I know this is right before the holidays. So everybody have a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and um, I'll see you in 2021.